0: The name came from the great poet, the American poet Langston Hughes. Langston Hughes, Mm -hmm. back in the 1920s, lived and worked in Washington, D.C. He was born in 1902, Mm -hmm. and in 1924, he was working at the Wardman Park Hotel, which is now being turned into really beautiful condos, very expensive high-end condos. Back then it was a hotel and had a Donnie room in it. And the young Lex and who was in his early 20s at that time was working as a busboy. Being a black man living in America during the worst times of Jim Crow was really difficult for him to find any kind of work. So he was you know, working as a busboy, trying to make ends meet and trying to continue to hone his writing craft and his poetry craft. And of course, it just happens to be that while he was working at the hotel, they were having a poetry conference or gathering. And of course, Lax Hughes being black could not attend the gathering, but he was working at the restaurant where some of the well-known poets were stopping by.
1: Good morning, and welcome to Extra Service. I'm Tim Banks, the Dean of the Business and Computer Division here at Howard Community College. And I'm happy to welcome a special guest, Mr. Andy Shalal, the founder and CEO of Busboys and Poets. Busboys and Poets is a new restaurant to the Columbia Merriweather District, and we're happy and excited to have them in our backyard. So good morning, Andy. Good morning, thank you so much for having me, Tim. Sure, I'm happy to be here with you this morning. Uh, So tell me about your vision for Busboys and Poets, the whole concept, how you came up with it and and really birthed the idea for the restaurant.
0: Well, the whole concept of Busboys and, and Poets is to harness the power of food. Food is a connective cultural experience for people It brings people together from different backgrounds, different races, ethnicities, whatever you are, everybody eats. And so it's an opportunity to get people at the table to begin to create a community wherever they live. Sometimes I think we don't even know who our neighbors are, don't know our community very well. And the restaurants have really become the watering holes for people to go to and be able to experience others that, they may not be able to experience with under normal circumstances. Many restaurants, you, you, know, you go in, look at a menu, you order and you eat and you leave. At Busboys and Poets, we try to create an experience where you come in and be able to not only get something to eat, but you may take in a poetry program or some conversations about an issue that's important to the community or have a nice happy hour where you're meeting your neighbors, things like that, that tend to create opportunities for people to connect with each other who
1: otherwise may not. Wow, what a great concept. You know, many years ago, I was a caterer back in the late 80s, early 90s. And I came up with the concept of the kitchen table and foundations of peace starting at the kitchen table. And that's really what it's all about. It's making connections, putting people together, community, and sharing. And food is such a great platform for sharing. So since you've been in this business for over, what, 17 years now? Yeah, I mean, at at Busboys, it's been open for 17 years, yes. Great, so you started with one location and expanded. You have, what, nine locations now? There are nine locations. Uh, The one in Columbia is our
0: latest one, and the biggest. It's got two floors. It's got a beautiful bar terrace. It has a nice private room. It's got an additional smaller room that people can use. So it's got lots of different layers, so to speak. And the private room is named after a well-known poet here in Howard County. Lucille Clifton, who lived here for a little bit of time and is you know, quite known in the poetry and literary world. So we named the room after her.
1: Awesome. That's great to have a tribute room to a local poet. Uh, so growing from one to nine locations, how did that journey take place? What was your process?
0: Well, it was pretty organic. I mean, I didn't come set a plan in motion to say, I'm going to open one restaurant and end up with so many. It was a step-by-step, and it still is, honestly. I don't have a master plan, so to speak, that I want to have, you know, X number of restaurants within a certain amount of time. A lot of it is really borne by the developers, developers who are interested in having Busboys and Poets in their development approach me and talk about the idea of having it there, which means that they have a vested interest in having it not only be there with the financing part of it, but also to ensure that it is successful. You know, so we've had, since opening the one at 14th Street, I've had multiple developers approach us to say, can you open a Boys and Poets in our community, in our development? A lot of developers, I think, see us as an amenity for the community because we do have multiple uh, layers. As I mentioned, we are more than a restaurant. We are a cultural center. There's art on the walls. There is a bookstore, a well-curated bookstore, lots of children's books, really fun stuff for, for the kids. We have author talks on an ongoing basis. We have, you know, some nationally known names come to our places like Nicole Hannah-Jones, uh, Nikki Giovanni, Angela Davis, and people like that that we've hosted in our place. In fact, Angela is going to be coming to Columbia on September the 7th this year. So, we, you know, we have multiple things that are going there, and I think developers see us as a place that people would be attracted to and be able to see it as an amenity for the development. So if you're getting an apartment or if you're buying a condo or if you want to move it in the area, it's nice to be able to say there's a a coffee shop down the street here that not only serves great coffee and great food, but also has so many other layers of things that you can uh, partake in.
1: That's great because developers are really pointing towards this mixed-use concept of living, working, and socializing very close to home. So it's great to have... The restaurant here in Columbia, I was there last week. It's bustling, great energy inside. So just an overall sensory experience from the time you walk in to the time you walk out. So the Columbia spot is definitely a gem in our area and we're happy to have it. Uh, So tell me a little bit about the pandemic. You opened right in the midst of everything that was going on with (sighs) the shutdown. So uh, tell me about that experience, any trials, tribulations, or learnings that you would know for the next no. opportunity should something happen?
0: Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to see another pandemic come around. I mean, <laughs> whatever. No. you know, it's. I think for many of us in the business, especially for a place like Boys and Poets, we are a gathering place, which means that people have <laughs> to gather. Of course, we were told that gathering is a terrible thing to do during the pandemic because you, you don't want to infect right. other people and so on. So it became a real challenge. We were fortunate in some way that we already had our online business in place before the pandemic happened. So we were doing quite a bit of online business to begin with. So of course, that switch was fairly easy. The other part was the fact that since we are a gathering place, we wanted to continue gathering. Zoom became the thing as we are doing right now. We're on a, online, right? We're not in person. Normally, I think if this was three years ago, we'd be meeting somewhere. I'd be fighting traffic to get where you are. You'd be fighting traffic to get where you are. We'd find a place to meet. we sit down and so on. Anyway, so we switched to online platforms to have our conversations. We didn't want to stop those conversations that are so important to people, talks on race, having author talks and so on. So we started a weekly series from multiple types of events. We had a children's series that went on for a long time every Saturday morning for the kids, you know, from I think 8 a.m. till 10 a.m., we had our children author and uh, entertainer be able to sit there and talk to the children on Saturday morning. We had author talks. I had every Friday night, we had some really major authors, big names like Abraham Kendi, like Michael Eric Dyson, Mm -hmm. like Goodman, people like that, that were on on a show that we had an hour-long show on Friday nights. We had conversations on race. We had issues about current topics. We even talked about COVID and other ways to deal with the pandemic, all of that. And sure. then we started something called Paint the Storefronts, where, you know, storefronts were closed and places were dark, and it was kind of depressing actually walking down the sidewalk sometimes, especially here in D.C. in the cities where people are used to walking and seeing, you know, sidewalk uh, cafes and other things, and now they were all dark. So we started this thing where we had these artists that we hired to go paint on the storefronts, really inspiring messages, uplifting messages. So when you're walking around, you're not yeah. just seeing darkness, but something really fun and colorful and exciting and inspiring. So that was, and also it was giving an opportunity for artists to actually have work. We paid them to do this. So that was a great thing. So we were able to constantly be in a state of pivot. You know, we kept changing from here to there to here to there, whatever it took to make things work, you know, and then. Of course, things started to roll and, in 2021, and then we get hit, of course, with the new variant, Omicron, at the end of the year, which mm-hmm. kind of gave us you know, a sucker punch there that we weren't completely prepared for. But, you know, what, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, I guess, at some level. So we picked up ourselves, dusted off our shoulders, and went back to work. And now we're starting to stabilize, and hopefully we can continue to stabilize. Staffing, of course for many, many service industries became a huge (laughs) challenge. It still is, you know, we are in the process right now of upgrading and training and doing all that because a lot of the people I think that were in this industry just left, left the industry altogether. And now you have this gap of knowledge and training that needs to happen. So it's gonna take a bit of time for the industry to catch up, get people up to speed and get back to what we've been used to as
1: great service. That's incredible. We were fortunate enough to roll out a certificate in restaurant management that started a year ago. So in 2021, we came up with a restaurant management certificate to create some pipeline for restaurants in need so we could have that training piece in place. They could come in with working knowledge about the production side, service side, what it takes to operate the floor in a restaurant. So timing's everything across the board. So we're in a good place to start putting students to work in the area, outside the area. You know, we're here to grow, which is awesome. So my next question is, when you hear the name Busboys and Poets, where did that inspiration come from? Because we often think of Busboys as such a hardworking, entry-level position in a restaurant, and then a poet being so eloquent. How did you get to these Choices in name. Well, the name came
0: from the great poet, the American poet Langston Hughes. Langston Hughes, Mm -hmm. back in the 1920s, lived and worked in Washington, D.C. He was born in 1902. Mm -hmm. And in 1924, he was working at the Wardman Park Hotel, which is now being turned into really beautiful condos, very expensive, high-end condos. Back then, it was a hotel and had a dining room in it. And the young Lexan Hughes, who was in his early 20s at that time, was working as a busboy. Being a black man living in America during the worst times of Jim Crow was really difficult for him to find any kind of work. So he was you know, working as a busboy, trying to make ends meet and trying to continue to hone his writing craft and his poetry craft. And of course, it just happens to be that while he was working at the hotel, they were having a poetry conference or gathering. And of course, Laxon Hughes being black could not attend the gathering, but he was working at the restaurant where some of the well-known poets were stopping by. And one well-known poet by the name of Vachel Lindsay happened to be dining in the dining room where Laxon Hughes was working. Laxon Hughes noticed him from a distance decided to write a few of his poems uh, on a piece of paper and slip it next to his plate, next to Vacha Lindsay's plate, as he was clearing the table. He walked away, Vacha Lindsay looked at the paper, read the poems, and he nodded his head approvingly. The next day, on his way to work, Langston News picks up the newspaper, and on it is said that Vacher Lindsay had discovered a busboy poet. Of course, Langston was very excited and went to the hotel to be met by photographers who wanted to talk to him and ask him about his poetry. He later, you know, this gave him the impetus and the the notoriety to be able to leave his job as a busboy and continue to hone his skill in writing poetry and live for the rest of his life writing and speaking throughout the country. He became, of course, one of the best known, most prolific poets of our time, of anybody's time. I mean, he's, he's certainly the top poet in America that people can think of today. So the other okay. part about the name, so Sebastian so Lindsay called him the busboy poet, but the other thing about the name I think that's that I found really fascinating is that each one of us have this sort of, you know, double humanity in us, one where we are the workers, we are the, you know, we like to work hard, we like to make things happen, and the other one is the dreamer. So so the dreamer is the poet, mm-hmm. so we all have the the worker part of us and the dreamer part of us. And that's what makes us whole
1: as human beings. Wow. What a great story. Uh, such rich history in our area. That is just another example of how great it is to live and work in the, the DC metropolitan area with, with so many nuggets of, of history and valued story that uh, we get a yeah. chance to share with people. So that's a great way to uh, segue into naming of the restaurant, Uh, very rich, very positive and very influential as well. So I'm sure that question comes up a lot as as people come in and out the restaurant and especially tourists, I'm sure tourists are are fascinated and enjoy the the environment as well. So as a community gathering place in Colombia, what can we really look forward to? I know we've got some scheduled poets coming up, but what dynamic things are going on in the Columbia location?
0: Well, we we started hosting the Books and Bloom, uh, you know, uh, festival that we do now. Uh, we've taken that on and we do it every year along with Howard Hughes Development, um, which is the mm-hmm. developer that's doing the Meriwether uh, District uh, right behind uh, Meriwether Post Pavilion. So that's been really exciting. It, it attracts a, a ton of people. Last year, uh, we had Nicole Hannah-Jones was our headliner. Uh, she uh, she was there to uh, kind of not only headline Books in Bloom, but also to launch um, the opening of Bus Boys and Poets, which we opened in October of last year. Uh, so that was really exciting. It attracted a, a couple thousand people. Uh, this year, uh, we're gonna have uh, Angela Davis, as I mentioned, on uh, on the seventh of September. Uh, she'll be interviewed mm-hmm. by April Ryan, the journalist. Um, so that mm-hmm. will be a really exciting live event for people to not only come and watch there, but also to get their book signed. Uh, she has her um, Angela has her autobiography um, uh, that she that she had uh, reissued uh, with a new with a new um, forward, um, and so so things like that. We also have, of course ongoing um, poetry that we do on a regular basis. We started a comedy series that's really good, uh, very, very well attended. uh, And that's been a huge hit as well. Um, In addition to um, Angela Davis, uh, we have Gina Dent. uh, uh, Gina Dent is a a professor um, at uh, in, um, in California at uh, UC Santa Cruz mm-hmm. and she wrote a book along with Angela and others uh, called Abolition Feminism Now. Uh, that's a great book as well that she'll be uh, also uh, discussing that book the same day on September the 7th uh, right after Angela speaks. So lots of really exciting things. We urge you to go to our uh, website busboysoppose.com that has a listing of events that are upcoming not only at the Columbia location but at all of our locations. You can uh, you know select by date or by genre, whatever you're interested in, and be able to see that. Also, you can just fill in your email address and you'll get a weekly newsletter that tells you about all the events that are taking place. We're going to be doing a, um, uh, a cultural uh, uh, experience uh, around Cuba. So we'll have Cuban food, we'll have mojitos, we'll have Cuban music, Cuban dancing, and so on. We really are trying to build some momentum to try to get uh, our government and others to think of Cuba not as a pariah, but really as our backyard neighbor that is rich in culture and history and interconnectedness with us here in the United States. Um, so we want to be able to have that opportunity as well talk about the history and the culture of Cuba. Um, so, I mean, tons of stuff. I, I can't think of everything, Russ, right now, but uh, there's yeah.
1: a lot of stuff going on on our website. You'll see it that's great that we can go to the website and find out what's going on. And I definitely need to be in attendance for some of those things. They sound really interesting and exciting. I'm a huge fan of comedy. I'm a huge fan of music, poetry, art. I'm a Pisces, I give it away. you know. So I just I love go it. deep into the arts. So anything artsy, I'm there for it. And contemporary, mindset, change. So when you're looking to hire let's say, the perfect employee or the perfect partner to come in and be a part of the Busboys and Poets family, what are you looking for?
0: A really good smile. You know, somebody who's, who's able to um, feel comfortable bending down and pick up something if somebody drops it. Someone who uh, feels, feels comfortable serving people, who sees service as a a spiritual experience, not as a Mm -hmm. um, position uh, on them. Uh, That's a, you know, it's, there's a lot of people that really think that way. The reason why I got into the restaurant business is really because I do love serving people. I love providing them that comfort. You know, when you serve somebody a a nice dish and you serve it with love and care, you transform them at some level. There's a really transformative Mm -hmm. experience that people uh, have when, when, when they're served beautifully and gently and lovingly. Um, uh, that is really important. You know, I, I remember years ago, um, uh, I, we had a, uh, a marketing director, uh, who said to me, Andy, you talk about service, like we're saving lives or something. I said, well, you know, it is kind of important, right? Serving someone is really important. I said, we all remember, uh, how, how wonderful a meal is. You know, you can eat a hamburger. Uh, in one place and it doesn't taste as good as the other place, but it's not because the hamburger wasn't cooked correctly. It was probably not served correctly. The ambiance wasn't right, et cetera, et cetera. So one year at our 14th Street location, we decided to do um, a uh, Feed the Homeless on uh, Thanksgiving Day. So we prepared this wonderful Thanksgiving meal and we uh, got in touch with lots of homeless shelters and homeless providers and others and told them where we open bring people here free they come in they can have a wonderful experience for a few hours on thanksgiving day so we had tons of volunteers we had all this wonderful food and you know we had you know people started coming in there some were, were walking in some came by buses and so on to be able to be there and so sometime in the middle of the day this Uh, this middle-aged guy walks in and, um, you know, we pair him up with a volunteer. He was by himself. So we paired him with this young woman volunteer who sat with them. They were eating, uh, and talking for about four hours, a long time. So, uh, afterwards the guy came up to me and he says, you know, are you the owner? I said, yes. He said, I just want to thank you. He said, I had planned to commit suicide today. Had it not been for you guys Mm -hmm. open. And this woman that sat here and spent the time to talk to me and listen to me, I would have been dead today by now. So he thanked me for his life, uh, in a sense. And so I went Uh, back to um, our marketing director and I said, Darcy, we are saving lives. You have to understand food and that experience of service when it's done with love and care does make a huge impact on people and really does transform them at some level.
1: I agree with you 100%. uh... I do a piece in class where I talk about the difference between service and servitude, that, that we're not here mm-hmm. to, uh, to work necessarily for the person, but what we get back from the act of service, absolutely. that service That's- is so rewarding in the end that uh, you just want to do it again and again and again. So even yeah, being in absolutely. education, I still see myself in a service providing role. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. I came from culinary, from the kitchen side, went through hotels, but still very much rounded in service and, and the value of that and what that means and how it carries forward. So I know you just got done with the Columbia location. What's the future? What's the next five years, 10 years look like for Busboys and Poets?
0: Well, you know, I try not to think too far into the future. Honestly, I think what we're trying to do right now is to Uh, solidify our base, uh, make sure that we are living up to our mission, uh, you know, uh, that we are a place that continues to uplift people culturally and racially and so on. Uh, We are a place still where art and culture and politics can come together and collide in beautiful ways. Uh, We want to make sure we are the place where people can come and take that deliberate pause and feed their mind, their body, their soul, all of the things that I think are important to us as human beings. Um, we want to continue to be that kind of place. So our idea is not to just expand for the sake of expansion, but really uh, deepen our brand and deepen our uh, commitment. Um, and really, I think you know we realize we're in the people business. We're not in the food business. We're, not in, any, we're in the people business. And so people are our most important asset. And we have to continue to invest in them. We have to continue to develop them. We have to continue to give them opportunities to grow and be better and, and continue to really seek and hold on to people that are committed to the idea of service. Uh, so that's really been our, our, our focus at this point. It's not about opening 10 you know, more restaurants in the next five years, but really about uh, mm-hmm. making sure that we are solid on a strong
1: foundation before we move to the next space sounds good well this has been an awesome conversation and i appreciate the time with you this morning uh you're such an ambassador to food and service and the industry at large uh your your concepts are well grounded and they just have a feel-good sense about it that when you go into the the restaurant and i've been in several now each time the experience is slightly different but unique enough and gratifying in the process of it. Uh, it's oh, visually wonderful. stimulating from the from the time you walk in to the to you sit down at your table to even if you have to wait, you never feel like it's a long wait because you're so engrossed with the art and the literature and the people and just the the spirit of the restaurant. So it's a great experience, and I hope everyone gets a chance to visit a. Busboys and Poets, closest to you. If you're in Columbia, come by and see us. We're happy to have um, visitors here at HCC as well. Uh, Howard Community College is just, oh, maybe less than 10 minutes from uh, Merriweather yeah. District and Bus Boys and Poets. So any well wishes you'd like to leave us with today? Well,
0: thank you. I... I uh... I hope uh, that people will have the opportunity to come and, uh, and see us and uh, drop me a line if, if you have any, if, you know, you can reach me at andy at busboysandpoets.com. If there is anything that you'd like to see, any programs that you think would be great to have, if you're an author or a poet or a writer or something like that, uh, you know, I'd love to be able to direct you to the right individuals that will help to make that a reality. Uh, we really have been very, very fortunate and very happy to be here in Columbia. It's been a great community, and we hope to continue to uh, to grow with you. Uh, you know, I know we, we, you know, we had like this little bump when Omicron hit us, and we went into like this mm-hmm. weird space. But uh, you know, hopefully
1: we can uh, regain our footing and uh, confidence in our community. Okay, so to wrap up our segment today, I'm going to ask you a quick couple of questions, and you can just shoot me one word answer back, and that'll button us up for today. So the first question is, favorite ice cream?
0: Uh, chocolate, definitely. Uh, I, anything with chocolate and nuts in
1: it. Um. Thumbs up to that. Definitely, I'm a chocolate person too. Okay, next question. Favorite dish at Busboys and Poets. Um, favorite dish is the blackened salmon. We have
0: a really wonderful dish uh, made with uh, blackened salmon, uh, wild rice, and asparagus. That's really delicious. And it has a
1: corn salsa uh, dressing on top of it. Oh, sounds delicious. My favorite from Busboys and Poets is the coffee beverage that's served in a little shot glass with the whipped cream on top. Do oh, you guys still yes. do that? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that is that. incredible. Yeah. It's the perfect yeah. end to a meal. Okay, next yeah. question: favorite poet?
0: Of of course, Langston Hughes. I mean, there's no doubt Langston that it's Langston Hughes. Uh, you know, I I uh, have studied Langston Hughes a lot. I know a lot of his poetry. I can recite a lot of his poetry by heart. So it's very he's very special to me. And he was one of those poets that I learned English with. In a sense, you know, we had a, a wonderful mm-hmm. uh, teacher. I'm, I'm an immigrant. Uh, I came from Iraq originally. And uh, I had a teacher that taught the Harlem Renaissance and taught poetry. And she was one of those teachers that made us memorize poetry. And I used to think, like, what a pain in the butt, you know, having to... But it's amazing the power of memorization and reciting words that you may not even understand. They give you a sense of confidence in... In just language. And it makes you feel really good when you are able to uh, recite those beautiful words, even if they're not yours. Um, so it's a really great skill
1: to have to learn to memorize and recite poetry. Awesome. Well, again, this has been awesome. I've enjoyed it so much. Thank you for the quick fire round. I like it. And hope to see you very soon. I'm going to definitely pop in to the Columbia yeah. location to enjoy some of the poetry there. Well, let me know uh, when you're there next time. I'd love to catch lunch with you sometime. Sounds good. We'll make a plan. All right. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Radio.